Hi, we're back live at FLA Live Arena. Will Manso is here from Local 10, and uh, I just launched into my Duncan Robinson spiel for the five-minute commercial break. I mean, the moment we were done, I ran over to Will. I just (laughs) rapid-fire Duncan Robinson takes. And then before he could respond, I'm like, oh, I got to go back and do a segment. See you, Will. <laughs> you get old Will's nerves. <laughs> and you find joy in it. Yeah, I do. Oh, I couldn't. When I saw him walk up here, I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to tell him my Duncan Robinson you, takes. You you walk away smiling. I look at him. He's frustrated. And I'm like, I don't. how did this conversation just go? What? I'm uh, I'm entrenched. I'm in on my take, and I don't think it's the worst take in the world, to be quite honest. It's not well, the worst take in the world. It's, it's, we we were talking before Moeller joined us because I, I was talking about this with Will. In all honesty, um, before Moeller joined us, you were saying, "Is it coaching?" Mm-hmm. Then you know, "Is it coaching?" And I was saying, "It's really not. It's it's roster construct." And and I was saying that to Will, and and we were kind of saying you were standing there, you know. You have guys who have a career year, and then you expect them to continue having career years when they're not really superstars. And so when they don't, you're sitting there looking around and going, okay, when do you start playing? I'll use Duncan Robinson. Mm -hmm. Like the Duncan Robinson that we signed for this big giant contract. And he's like, that was a pretty special year. This is Duncan Robinson. Yes. And the same thing with Gabe Vincent yeah. and Max Struess. And you could go down the entire roster. James Johnson and Hassan Whiteside. And guys yeah. that – and we were talking about it. We praised the Heat. Waiters. Wait, we praised the Heat for finding these guys yep. and making them play above themselves. So why can't Duncan Robinson, with the tutelage of the Heat – Play above himself multiple years in a row. Well, I think you're. At, it's too much of an ask. Like, isn't it special that they got an unbelievable year out of a guy that most teams? I mean, remember Max Struess? Well, I mean, in Chicago, he, he, like, I mean, I mean, did he did he sniff the court, Solana? No, didn't sniff the court. Yeah, and he comes here, and you're like, wow, this is a legit NBA talent, you know. And then you know, and and they have their moments, but you know. The thought that they're going to be above where they really are for a long period of time. That's the flaw with the team, Solana. No, that's the that's the flaw. They banked on a lot of guys who last year were really solid role players. Not just this year, though, but they've done this before, right? Yeah. I mean, they have. They've but tied I- up a lot of contract capital in guys that haven't been able to perform at the level that they did when they got that but, contract. But but I also think a part of it, right, like we can look at the Dion Waiters and James Johnson years. A part of it is, you know, there's cycles of free agency, and they take their swings, they take their hacks, and sometimes, like this year, Kevin Durant, or like in the offseason, they took their hack at him, and it just didn't pan out. And I think there's this expectation from Heat fans well, you brought Shaq down here, right? And then you went and you got LeBron, you got Bosh, and you kept Wade. The expectation is that they're going to go out every year and land that whale. And at a certain point, I mean, that's just not feasible. It's it's not it's not something that you can expect every single time that there's a big free agent available or a big disgruntled superstar 
you're not always going to land him. And recently, Pat Riley hasn't been able to land him. Part of it is cap structure. Part of it is that it just doesn't work out with what's currently ongoing around the league and with your own current situation. And what do you do? Do you just tank? Well, the Heat have shown you. They're not going to tank. And guess what? By not tanking, three separate eras over a span of 20 years, they've built title contenders. So it's worked for them, this philosophy. Other organizations say, you know what? We're middling team. We're just going to trade everybody and start all over. And the Heat refused to do that. I appreciate, uh, you know, that, that, they, that they use that philosophy. And this year, specifically, they were banking on getting back to where they were last year by a bunch of these role players last year who played very well and excelled to take that next step. And they haven't, period. But my thing is, with this whole, and you're right, Solana, and that was well said, you take a guy like Duncan, a rotational player at best, you make him get in conversations with Steph Curry's name attached to it. Right. A year later, he can't touch the court. Yeah. Like, that that jump to greatness and back down was so fast. Hassan Whiteside the same way. Why does that happen? That if anybody can answer that Spoh question, doesn't play them. I know the that he happened with Hassan Whiteside. No, he's I mean, not you want to relitigate the Hassan Whiteside. Okay, like he couldn't do what he was doing the season before because he couldn't get on the court. But, and they changed their philosophy. I'll even block give, shots from the bench. I'll give you that with Hassan. They changed the philosophy, changed what they wanted him to do and asked him to do. With Duncan, Hawk, nobody's taking the three point shot out of the game. Why is Duncan? Why can't Duncan shoot anymore? But, well, but, defense has figured out that <laughs> for, you, you can't just leave him wide open. But they saw that when he was on that run two, three years ago, with he was at Steph Curry numbers. Not you think the teams didn't know who Duncan Robinson was when he was knocking down seven was, a game? I don't think anyone believed that he was going to keep it up at that pace. But for every player that hasn't panned out for Miami, the Duncans, the Hassans, look at the ones that have panned out. Nobody across the league believed Jimmy Butler could be your best player, and you can make a run at the finals, oh, right? Oh, stop it. You How? can't put Jimmy Butler in this conversation. That That's not right. And, and what about Bam Adebayo? I mean, Bam's many- a great draft pick. That's yes. a different story. That's a good draft pick. That's th- those to me are two di- two different examples. It's not to take though. a Max Struess and have an unbelievable season out of him. To take a Duncan Robinson and have an unbelievable season out of him is not taking Jimmy Butler, who didn't have success in Minnesota or Chicago, and having success. I don't. I, 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 those I, are apples and oranges. Right, but three years ago, the Miami Heat realized that they could build around a Bam Adebayo. And a lot of people probably thought that was silly. There's no way Bam is going to take his game to the level he's at now. I mean, they had that that ability to realize what they had in Bam, and it's worked out for them. So for every well, time, well, I I don't know what that argument. What what are you arguing there that they that their drafting is unbelievable because they traded Precious Achua after no, one year? It's like, not. I, it, it's not. It's not that their drafting is unbelievable. It's that their player development, their growth from within has worked out time well, and time well, again. Yeah, but what happened with Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow? Jo- jo- and- what happened with Josh Richardson? You turned him into Jimmy Butler. Like, th- that's what happened with Josh Richardson. Who you- turned him into Jimmy Butler? You you traded Josh Richardson and a first-round pick for Jimmy Butler. Oh, okay, you, you, fine, but I'm, I'm saying, when you're saying that you molded Bam into something because of your player development, and I'm saying, well, why didn't they develop Precious Achua, and why didn't they develop well, Josh Richardson, Pre- and why didn't they develop Justice Winslow? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, all right, like, it, it was a great hit. It was a great draft pick. Tyler Hero was a great draft pick no. Hawk, as I'm, well. I'm but. just using it as an example as why the Miami Heat sometimes 
feel like they can they can replicate what they've replicated with a Bam or with a Tyler with some of these other guys, which is why you know they feel hard pressed to keep them. A Max Drews, a Gabe Vincent in the offseason. And even now, before the trade deadline, let's face it, you're not re-signing Max Strews or Gabe Vincent next season. You just don't have the cap room to do it. doesn't make sense. Why didn't they move on from them? Why wouldn't they have traded a couple second rounders at the deadline? Because they believe that they can figure this out going into the final stretch of the season. There's one thing to figure out is how to get Duncan Robinson out onto the floor. Oh, All right. Good. 5 o'clock Funky Buddha Happy Hour is coming up.